Well, good evening. Here we are, the uh, all, all, all four of us. <laughs> I've left the tones on to see who would join us for a while, then I'll shut them down. Um, we have, uh, up until now, we've been in the first treatise, the treatise on the art of thought, and I, we read up to, we were in the ch- chapter three, the call to the miracle, and we read up to, we read three po- up through 3.9. So uh, maybe we'll just, it's a pretty large paragraph. It's, and you know, maybe we'll just start with 3.10. We don't have to backtrack. We can dialogue on what, what comes to us freshly and new in this call to the miracle through the art of thought. That's what we're going to do. But as usual, I'd like to give us a little something to center, center ourselves, come into our heart space, feel the silence within that heart space, and open up to the word. So... And of course, as we know, you know, as far as muting and not stepping on the toes, I don't have to keep repeating that. So, um, let me just center us. And I'll stop by saying, Oh God, we are one with you. You have made us one with you. You have taught us that if we are open to one another, you dwell in us. Help us to preserve this openness and to fight with, for it with all our hearts. Help us to realize that there can be no understanding where there's a mutual rejection. O oh God, in accepting one another wholeheartedly, fully, completely, we accept you, and we thank you, and we adore you, and we love you with our whole being, because our being is in your, your being, your spirit is rooted, our, excuse me, our spirit is rooted in your spirit. Fill us then with love and let us be bound together with love as we go our diverse ways, united in this one spirit which makes you present in the world and which makes you witness to the ultimate reality that is love. Love has overcome Love is victorious. And with that, we say, Amen. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, amen. That yeah. was beautiful. Yeah. We accept one Thank another whole, wholeheartedly, Thank fully you, completely. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you for showing up. You know, we're small, but we're mighty. And that's what counts. Right? Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, four souls that like to come together. And everybody, anybody else. I'm going to leave the tones on just for a little while, and then maybe I'll shut them. But So with that said, I guess we'll continue with the normal format. Uh, so we've got Judy, Reverend Bill, Gloria, myself. We'll each read a paragraph, and we'll stop there and see what arises within our hearts our authentic selves want to share and dialogue on what it invokes within the, the, the true self or even the small self. 
you know, whatever comes up, we're here. We listen because we love and we know each other well. So, do you want to start us off with 3.10? Sure. Uh, can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely, Bill, go ahead. Surely. Yeah, thank you. I just want to acknowledge and recognize what, what you had covered, obviously, last week when 3.7 tells us, I ask you to call, I ask you now to request a miracle. And I feel like just acknowledging that here at this point and recognizing that that, that is a setting the stage for what goes on through much of the rest of this chapter. And I just wanted to, uh, I, I don't know what you guys covered last week about that, but it's, it's well, you know, it's, I need to we, see that and leave it at that. But, yeah, because, you know, know, Bill, as we know, even though we're reading these chapters, these paragraphs, if the dialogue takes us somewhere else, we're willing. So it's not holding to a uh, script. It's what speaks to us. That's what I feel that we have accomplished here. You know, the sharing. What If it speaks, mm-hmm. even though the words say one thing, but if it speaks to un- us individually... And there's a moment where you say, that invokes something else in me, and I share. That's true dialogue. And that's so, remember we learned that in the, you know, the Dialogues Unveiled. Just share. It's not a learning. It's, we're beyond learning. It's mm-hmm. what speaks to us. So, yes, yep. that was a good reminder. I ask you to know to request a miracle. And we can do that. And that miracle can come in, in any shape or form. Not necessarily what the paragraph says. I don't want that structure. This is this beyond lessons. This is dialogue. I understand. I appreciate that, that the reminder. Right. Yeah. Because remember, we discussed that. We said we're going to call this dialoguing, just dialoguing. No mm-hmm. script. Okay, good. So, okay. so let's read the full paragraphs and see what comes up. And we'll see. Okay. All right. Go ahead, you. Okay. All right. As was said within a course of love, willingness does not require conviction, but leads to conviction. The apostles had no faith in their ability to perform miracles. The faith they showed was in their willingness to try. This little willingness gave way to conviction as miracles flowed through them as the blessings that they are. I do not want to I do not want to lose any of you here, but such is your fear that you can already see your own loss. <clears throat> as great as the fear of miracles is, the fear of not being able to perform miracle or not being able to perform is greater. <clears throat> you think of this as a test and one you can pass or fail. And what's more, not only would your passing of this test require you to contemplate your power, but only would your passing of this test require, excuse me, but only would your passing of this test require you to come. Did you read that one? I guess I got to start there. (laughs) 
Yeah, I got to start that sentence again. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone, um, let's mute while someone's reading. Okay. 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 Yeah. Just thanks. I can Okay. You think of this as a test, and one year can pass or fail. And what's more, not only would your passing of this test require you to contemplate your power, but your failure would require you to contemplate your lack of it. If you asked for a miracle and it did not come to be, wouldn't it negate all you have achieved thus far and send you back to a state of disbelief? Better not try at all rather than risk trying and failing when such consequences would seem to hang in the balance. But again, I tell you, this is no idol's request. Whatever is necessary to convince you now is what I will provide. Such is the urgency of the time, the urgency for the return to unity, the urgency of the need to leave fear behind. Can you not, from this one example, or you fear of miracles, see the glaring reality of all you still will fear? Pass. This, too, is a meaning, is a means of unlearning. How can you leave behind all your fear without seeing all your fear for what it is and choosing to lay the soft? That's a short paragraph. So I'm going to read 14.2 also. This does not have to be done right now if your fear is mightier than your willingness. But hold this thought within your mind. What is needed to convince you will be provided. Such is the urgency of your return to unity. If not now, then soon. You will be asked to make this final choice, this choice to leave fear behind for good and to become who you are. I do want to jump in on something here because it spoke to me and it was in paragraph 311. And I like how he said it, where he went to go on and say, the fear of miracles is the fear of not being able to perform is greater. Not being able to. You think of this as a test, one that you pass or fail. And what's more, not only would your passing of this test require you to contemplate your power, that's the word that has been resonating with me for a while now. And I was telling Judy I've been going through some kind of stuff that has been, unfortunately, being transmitted through my body. My body. But anyway, I felt powerless, powerless, many times in the last week or two, where I felt this whatever strength, whatever power, the truth of who I am ebbing out of me, out of this body, out of this mind, out of this heart. And then I would have these moments where it, like, it would come back. But I felt powerless, and that was an awful feeling. Because I was asking for miracles, 
and they were they weren't happening. And I it, it was such I don't know how to explain it. It's been a roller coaster. A roller coaster of emotions and feelings and fears and doubts and tears and laughter. It's almost like I've lost control. But who really lost control? The little self? The true self? I've been doing a lot of mind and heart searching. When I see that word power, it takes my breath away somewhat. Kind of floundering right now. And yet when I come down, when I, no, I wouldn't even say down. When I come to the truth, when it opens up at a point, it feels so good, but it doesn't last long. So, whatever my journey is right now, and quite a few lessons. <laughs> no, I don't even want to say lessons, experiences. To unite myself in the unity of all that is all. And I love how he emphasized the unity in in this four paragraphs. So that's my share for the night, for now. Thank you for letting me say that. Thank you for giving me the space to say that. I do appreciate you all. I'm complete. Thank you, Paula. Oh, Paula, that was awesome, honey. Thank you. I'll recognize and acknowledge that uh, yeah, this this matter of the fear of the miracles, when it looks like my plans for something to unfold or how something is supposed to happen um, are wavering, are doubtful, or whatever it is, I just watch my ego jump in to take over. And, and and struggle and just bring it into the the um, into the darkness and the upset and everything that comes out of that and and as you were mentioning the word floundering, Paula, that sure resonated for me with that because I haven't had a matter like that uh, well for three hours now. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and I, 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 I just watched that, you know, find peace. I, I watched that message of finding peace and, and mm-hmm. what have you, and, and found it even getting a little more irritab- irritable and more resistant. And then my beloved across the table from me, she uh, just made the comment, I let it go. And I said, oh, mm. my gosh. I said, of course. <laughs> so, you know, there's a, there, there was, a, there was a, the, the, the life boy being sent to me. The life, the life yeah. for all just, and, and just, yeah, right. What am I, here I am wallowing in this, trying to figure it out on my own and let it go and trust it's going to unfold the way we need it to. 
Exactly. And um, I, I, that actually came up with some insights that I thought were gifts and miracles of earlier this week that were steps along mm. the way of us resolving what, what we're working with here. So um, anyway, uh, we're in this together. We're here to... And, and by the way, as a follow-on to that, shortly after that, um, you know, uh, Gloria waking me up gently and lovingly, uh, <laughs> taking, 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 taking our dog for a walk out to the what we now have as a river that she loves to play in. But it got, got a call from one of our morning class group. Um, that I was able to just receive and accept and share with love and, uh-huh. and make it light and, and offer to her what Gloria offered to me. You know, the content may have been different, but the essence of it is, is that it was, right. it was coming from the heart, coming from... Yeah. The answer that we're looking for all of this, where else would miracles be coming from? They may be realized in something that we see, mm. but they're, they're actually that upliftment you know, within our heart. So, yeah. What I had to offer at this point. Thanks, Stephanie. Thank you. And thank you, Gloria. And yes, absolutely, Gloria. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you all benefited from your little wisdom. <laughs> Sometimes I need help too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do that for one another. Right. We do that for That's one awesome. another. That's awesome. To be sure. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that's, that, you know, in a relationship, I know, you know, we know through the Course in Miracles, special relationships, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, the relationship to, with two souls that, you know, knows that the only real true relationship is the relationship with God, you know. But yet in our human form, you know, we help each other as God would help anybody, you know. So... Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I still go back to that, you know, Course in Miracles, and I think he actually says something about it in the, one of the next couple of paragraphs. You know, that was such an emphasis in the miracles, you know, the special relationships. You know, those are the ones that, which are our greatest teachers and the ones we must give up because there's no special relationships. The only relationship is with God. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I, and I fully want that, and that's what I understand it to be. I'm not, you know, it's just that it, it's there. It is that something that I, you know, we all, I know I hold on to some things that, you know, you don't even realize it, and then something comes up and it hits you like right between the eyes, and it's like, wow. And that's what have the thing about lacking power. It hit me right between my eye, like a, like as if a bolt of lightning. Like, like, what are you thinking? You have the power. I felt it was like, where did that come? Like this, whatever. I can't even remember what came up that made me feel so 
small and so threatened and something like almost like an ancient feeling that was buried maybe six lifetimes ago. Mm-hmm. And it hurt, but it shook yeah. me. Like, like you have the power. You're not powerless. And it was like a, a poof. I guess you need those bolts of lightning, everyone. Those are the miracles, I guess. Right? Yeah. When we Miracle stand, is the realization, yeah. Yeah, stand in the truth of who we are and see the truth. And then the miracles unfold. Not like, oh, I'm going to get that parking spot. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. I'm going to make a miracle. I'm going to find a parking spot. (laughs) I'm laughing because I need laughter. I need to laugh. So just bear with me tonight. I'm on a roller coaster. My guess is me. Oh, you're fine, darling. We're with you. You're on my roller coaster with me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this has been quite the week. Yeah, there's something. Something's going on with this something in the air. It's, I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> so does anybody want to dialogue on anything that we've read so far? Because we can just move on. The only thing that struck me with this is the uh, urgency for the return to unity and the urgency of the need to leave fear behind. Mm. That really um, struck me. And I know that it's all about me. This doesn't involve another person at all. This involves me. My need to become unified and whole the real, I mean, I am a whole self. I am a wholeness. I am a wholeness. I just need to realize that more and more and leave the fear behind because there is absolutely nothing to fear. Isn't that the first part of A Course in Miracles? Something about there's nothing to, or fear doesn't exist. I forget the exact quote. Or uh, nothing unreal exists or something like yeah, that. Nothing, yeah, nothing. <clears throat> yeah. Nothing real can be threatened. Threatened. Nothing right. unreal yes. exists. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. Exactly. Yeah. I've been. That's been my mantra for a while. Every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's quite true. And it is quite yeah. true. As I shared with Paula earlier, uh, I've been I've been spending a lot of uh, time this week in um, exploring inside of myself, what it would absolutely feel like and what my experience would be to be formless, to be without a physical form. And of course, that means being without an ego. And I really wanted to experience what that would feel like. And a realization hit me right between the eyes this week, which I shared with Paula earlier. And that is that for a large part of my life, probably my whole life, I've been living my mother's life And that really knocked me for a loop. So I spent a lot of time exploring that concept. 
and actually did a meditation, not knowing even what I was going to find, just like an open, an open meditation where I just went completely relaxed, relaxing your bodies, all my emotional fields, relaxed my mind, went completely relaxed, and I had no idea what was going to come up at all. And I was quite surprised because what did come up was that I was um, a fetus. I was, uh, I think my mother was in her second trimester. I was about six months or so along. And I absolutely felt and experienced. And it was, um, it was a feeling that I picked up from her about how unhappy she was with her life and that somehow she was pinning all of her hopes on me. And that really rocked me. I did not know what to do with that information. I, in my wildest imagination, I could never have thought up something like that. It was a complete and utter surprise. So I've been kind of feeling that, experiencing that, and not quite sure what I'm going to do about it at this point. I haven't done anything uh, to speak of. just simply been aware of the information surfacing within me and how it has affected my life, whether it has affected my life, and I can see through just looking through my history, which is the part of the, uh, the, um, the reorientation, which means that I go back and I re-experience um, all the events in my history that made up my life. And I think this is part of the um, part of like going back, and instead of going with what the ego is telling me to do, is go back and what, what is the uh, just applying the art of thought to each and every one of these events or instances. So I still haven't worked it out. That is, however, where I'm at at the moment. It's um, I don't even know what the word is to describe it. It's been an experience. Is about all I can I can share with you. And uh, as far as that goes for now, I'm pretty sure I'm complete. I don't know where this is going, where this is heading, so I, I guess I'm complete for now. And just thank you all for letting me get that out, for letting me share that. Oh, Judy, it was a privilege that you, you know, that you shared that with us, that you feel safe enough. Because oh, I no, is it, You know, there's no judgment. So, you know, everything you said, it's like, I didn't even question it. You know, we don't know. We really don't know the depth of, you know, of what goes on. We don't. You know, I, I, I'm going to share some. When you talked about the womb, I, I had an experience, but I, it wasn't my mother. And I know I wasn't sleeping. And I was, like, in between going to sleep, falling into a sleep, and relaxing, or it woke me up. I can't even remember. Oh, my God, it was so many years ago. I felt I was in a womb. I felt in a womb. I could never, in my wildest imagination, put words that made me believe that I was a fetus in a womb. I was breathing. But yet every office was full with fluid, the ears, the mouth, the back. Mm. And yet I was alive in this warm cocoon of liquid. And I, the only way when I woke, it, it just 
I just knew that that's how a life feels in a womb, a woman's body. And when you said that, I had forgotten that feeling. Really, really had forgotten that feeling. And I think we've all, you know, had incidents or experiences that are so unexplainable that you hold them in because you're like, who can I share that with? <laughs> you know, yeah. human, you know. I mean, especially as we all go along in our spiritual journey, different things we read and understand and grasp and hold on to. And, you know, it, it goes so much deeper, deeper. You know, these feelings and experiences, like like you said, like you felt like you your mother's life, like it was like another lifetime. Mm-hmm. And we know, and I know, and I believe it, we live many, many lifetimes in different dimensions. This is only one journey, and this journey will take me into another journey. Mm-hmm. And it's not me, it's the soul. Yes, exactly. Still seeking. The spirit knows it's never left, but the soul yeah. keeps seeking. Yeah. So, my friend Gloria, you feel like weighing in on this one? (coughs) One female to another female? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for all this discussion. Um, I want to go back to Judy's share. And what, what came up for me at this point is, as she pointed out, uh, he, Jesus is telling us that uh, I'm looking for where that where the line was, but he was saying that um, how important it is for us, or the, the sense of urgency we should have towards. Thank you. There it, is, it shows up. Such is the urgency of the time. This is in paragraph three twelve. Such is the urgency of the time. The urgency for the return to unity, the urgency of the need to leave fear behind. For me right now, as I read that, that that message of the urgency, first of all, we don't hear that very often. He he uses that very sparingly about Mm -hmm. uh, how something is so urgent. But... Where I'm at now is I recognize that that when I hear that at this point, uh, the part of me that that latches on to that is the the sense of urgency. And uh, as I was reflecting on that, I recognize that I'm seeing that as as something that I'm thinking of, as opposed to the sense of urgency where I can recall instances where I did have a true sense of urgency over and above the the thinking of something to be accomplished. Different points in my career at different projects or in relationships and that sort of thing. And I'm recognizing that at this point, I don't know that, that I can get the sense of urgency that's here with it. However, I recognize too 
that the progressive awareness, the progressive awakening that's unfolding in me will most likely bring me to a place where I say, wow, why didn't you see how urgent this is? <laughs> or or um, how could you miss how, how urgent this opportunity is to share love, to extend love, to deepen union in relationship through to this, uh, that, we, that is what our guide is giving us when he's speaking of the sense of urgency. I mean, if, if, if I truly got that right now and was clear that, I'd say, well, geez, I had to be shouting from the mountaintop about, mm-hmm. about or sharing from the mountaintop in a loving manner with the loving words, knowing that I will have the words that I need to give to anybody at any given moment that will bring about a deeper sense of love and connection and union. So, uh, in fact, I mean, we're looking at a great example as I speak this now, as this is coming through me and becoming clear for me, uh, as it's like I'm receiving these words to get a sense of the meaning of the urgency about this. You know, why wouldn't why wouldn't I be ur- it be urgent to me to just enable people to feel and know and experience love? Um, I just you know my my daughter visited us with my two grandsons uh, a couple weeks ago, and. Uh, it was pretty chaotic, you know, for the first several days, but by the last day that they were here, Sunday, it's like it was all coming together. It's like we had a great sense of, of building or creating a union amongst the home here, consisting of Gloria, myself, Brooke, Nick, and Warren, <laughs> um, as a union. And just watch the different shift in the energy and the lightness and the, the amount of participation from two teenagers, an 18-year-old and a, and a, 15, a 16-year-old, that um, just were fully involved with us, fully participating. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. It was sweet, sweet to watch that happen. And, and I, I was reveling about that, you know, as they got up and left the next morning and... and Following on to that over the, last, the previous the couple of days after that, and just seeing that this is you know, the invitation to bring this to any group, any circle. I've been asked to share a message, um, a couple of different messages with a large men's group uh, this Saturday and then uh, a couple months down the road that. Um, I have an idea of what I want to share, but I also recognize that this can be shared with love. It is shared in a way that they can hear themselves saying it themselves. They can recognize that or relate to it in that manner. That to me is dialogue and is union and uh, Mm -hmm. also even touching on the whole notion of the urgency, the opportunity. Thanks. Yeah. I'm complete. That was great, Thanks, Bill. Bill. 
You know, it's, you know I'm going to tell oh, I'm sorry, Paula, go ahead. No, I'm just going to say, when you started to speak, there was a certain tone in your voice. But as you continued to speak, I felt it go from your intellect into your heart. The tone mm-hmm. changed. And that's when you were coming to your authentic self. I, I, I felt it. Judy, you had to hear it. Yes. It was, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Paula. I agree with that. Um, yeah, and you I, felt I it, right? It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a, yeah. I started off in first gear, but I got into mm-hmm. overdrive and within a matter of time. <laughs> yeah, but it was like, but it was so, it was like, it, it was changing. It was the authentic self was coming, you know? Yeah. And yeah, that. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's why it happened. Wow. Me, I, you know, I, I was just thinking. I was just thinking that while well, Bill, while you were sharing, um, at that point, something just hit me again. It was so strong. It's like the leave the fear behind. And in my life, my mother scared the hell out of me from the day I was born. Obviously, a lot sooner than that. She terrified me. She terrified me my whole life. I felt that there was something she expected from me, and I wasn't sure how I was going to deliver it. I didn't know what it was, but I always had this underlying fear that ran through me every time she came near me, every time she was around. There was this constant feeling of fear with regard to her. And, you know, something you said, Bill, or maybe it was the way you said something triggered that, that the need to leave the urgency of the need to leave fear behind and how it's all wrapped up with my mom and how that experience I had, uh, however many days ago it was, about what happened and that feeling and that whole experience and the urgency for the return to unity. Well, unity needs to begin with me first. I can't give away anything that I don't possess. In other words, if I don't feel a complete oneness within myself... God and me, creator and the created. That circle of love right there is what is extended. That's, for me, that, that's been my unifying principle, is that feeling, that experience of God's love for me and my love for God that is so strong. It has nowhere to go but to be extended. Mm. And as it's extended, we can't help but do anything except extend love. I don't think it comes to my words necessarily. I think it just comes to the feeling or an energy or something that is within me that is purely of God and my love and love, the love for God and the love that, way that God loves me. And that kind of reciprocal love gets extended. I mean, I could be all wrong about this. That's just my feeling about it right now. And that, that unity has to, that unification, that union within me is what triggers it all. If I'm feeling afraid, I'm certainly not going to be able to extend love. I'm going to be able to project fear. That's it. And I think that um, I know somewhere in whether well, Course of Love, A Course in Miracles, or one of these places, it says something about we're either extending love or we're projecting fear. And I don't want yeah. to be projecting fear. I don't. So to me, this, this revelation and this, the completeness of it, I mean, I always knew that I felt bullied by my mom 
and that she never really liked or approved of me at all. Um, I mean, it was more than a feeling. She, you know, actually said that when my brother died, it should have been me, not him. I mean, you know, wow. she was pretty vocal about how she did not like me very much and so on and so forth and yada, yada, yada. And in the meantime, I managed to carve out a nice life for myself. And that's beside the point. This underlying fear of her has been there. It's been constant. <laughs> yeah. So, Bill, thanks for whatever it was that you, whatever change occurred in you, I got it. I, I received it. It helped me enormously. So, you know, Judy, I think you said, yeah. I don't know if this is right or wrong. There's no judgment here. It is what it is. It was meant to be. Yeah, no, no. No, don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't do that because that's the ego. You're probably right. Well, I'm still having an issue with it, my ego. My ego needs to be charmed, okay? My ego needs to be charmed by me so that it can feel completely accepted by me and absorbed into the wholeness, which includes don't, the withinness. So, you know, I don't pander to my with, ego, and yet kill it I with do love. need to include it. Yes, yeah, sure, exactly. Yeah. 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 Love and acceptance and right some approval. Yeah. Don't put it on Before a pedestal of power. Just, just no. wrap it in love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be, be. Thanks, Paula. Yeah. Go ahead, Reverend Bill. Weigh in. Yeah. Come on. Go ahead. Before, yeah, before we get too far away from it, uh, Paula, I, as I reflect on what you were sharing about what I had to say, uh, can you recognize that what we were transitioning from was from what I planned to say to mm-hmm. what was coming through me. Yeah. I, I, I heard it. I, I heard the whole, the, the tremor, not the, the, the vibration of the, your vocal, you know, the, the, the words, the sound, it changed. And it was yeah. so, so, yeah. Yeah, it changed. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's so key. I think that's that. The great insight um, to recognize uh, that planning is, of course, coming from some thinking process, whereas the being open is just uh, what we're here for in terms of practicing and enhancing our dialogue. So along those lines, I'd say, too, that I would be willing continuously to watch some sort of planned message to be delivered and then watch it transition into mm. what's really to be shared there. Thanks. I'm complete. Yeah. I mean, you know, we. I know I feel it. I know when I'm coming from my mind. I, I know the feeling of how the words are coming out. But once it goes into my heart, like you, I don't even know where it's coming from at that point. It changes. It changes. It just feels so right. So, and I think that's what was happening as you were speaking. You knew it was right. I mean, that's the words I use. It was just felt so truth. Like the, I used the word I knew I was coming from my authentic self, not from, you know, let Paula sound like this. Or, you know, she knows that. You know, this is the truth. And I think that's the line he uses here. I, I love when he said in the last line, if now, if not now, then soon, you will be asked to make this final choice, this choice to leave fear behind for good and to become who you are. And 
That's what I love about this work. He constantly reminds me, it is okay to be who you are right now, right here. And the change happens. It just happens. So, yeah. I know. I think we all feel it. And Judy, for you, that that what came up because of Reverend Bill, that was the miracle. There was no fear. You, you looked at it. You knew it to be the truth. There was no fear. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Gloria, my sweet, do you have anything to say? I miss hearing your voice. Are you still with us? Hello? Reverend Bill? Am I still here? (laughs) Did we lose them? Reverend Bill? Oh, I'm sorry. We were a mute. Oh, I've been doing it. We were mute. Anyway, thinking about the miracle that I suppose I asked. Can you hear us now? Yes, yes, yes. Your voice has gotten very soft. Uh, Mine? uh, Look at the volume. There we go. Our volume went way down on our phone. We're back. Now we can hear you, I'm sure. All right. Well... I go back and um, thinking about us. I asked you now to request a miracle <clears throat> and related with the unknown. I don't know everything. The unknown to know God 100% to use the power of my mind to know God. But... I don't know everything, but I say, when I have my faith, that when I ask God for a specific thing, I say, let it go. In some part, when I have the faith, that God is listening to me, and whatever I'm going to receive is the best, more than what I... Besides, to me, as part of the me to know the unknown, the unknown to me is the I don't know everything about God. It's like <clears throat> I read one time they say, Jesus believed in God, but not only that, he knew God. So, and that knew God is the faith, the unknown. So I know some something about the unknown when I have a faith that God is working with me and is with me always. And whatever I'm going to get, it's not probably what I expect. Whatever I'm getting is, is the best because it's God work. I don't know. I'm, I make it too complicated, I say. But the unknown to me 
when I have faith, I have a little peace that I know that I now I know with my faith. I'm just repeating myself just for me to be more convinced that what I'm speaking is what I'm feeling that is my truth. My belief that I believe in God, but I want to know God more than what I know. I'm complete. Yeah, to that, Gloria, I I would... This, to me, uh, I get so much peace out of a course of love, finding in the course of love. There's what I know, and there's what I am coming to know. And that coming to know, to me, fits into what you were just speaking of. You're coming to know exactly what you need at the right time in the right manner. Mm-hmm. That's the faith. So that's my perspective of that. And thank you for sharing it the way that you did. Yeah. Thank you, Gloria. And what is that coming to know? Coming to know the God within you, that we are one with God. It's accepting. It's the coming to know. It's like I want to know because I want to know myself, the true self, which is one with God. For me, that's how I look at it. I am one with God. And it's the knowing that I want the full depth of that joining and that unity. And then that's the miracle for me. And it'll happen when it's supposed to happen. So, thank you, Gloria. Thank you. Thank you, Paula. Yesterday, at our afternoon class, um, we talk about desires. And it come to me sometimes, some time ago, <clears throat> and talking to Jesus, I have <clears throat> in that moment the feeling that I want to ask him how you feel when you were talking, when you were walking and the time that you were here as a form, as a human being. I would like to feel your feelings. I would like to have the feelings that you have, the peace, the, the glory, the wholeness that you have. I want, I want that. I ask him. And that day, we, we went for dinner and come back, but before, when we left, we saw two kids, new neighbors, and <clears throat> we stopped the car. One kid went into Bill's window. The youngest kid, seven years old boy, went into my window, wants to say something. So, <clears throat> uh, and I say, how old are you? What's your name? I want to know more about him. 
And I said, oh, you have beautiful eyes. And he was just kind of uh, shy. And he said, tomorrow is my birthday. Oh, what about if I bring you a cake? You want a cake? They come to me from such a love that I feel from this human body, this kid. And he said, oh, cake? I prefer cupcake. Okay, I bring you some. <laughs> I bring you some. Is that okay? Yeah, he was shy, but at the same time was happy. His face was just couldn't contain himself. We mm. came back from, <clears throat> from dinner, and at the restaurant, they sold muffins. So I said, well, it's not cupcake, but muffins is something similar to me. <clears throat> so we, we stopped in the house, and the kids opened the door. And I gave it to, to him, and I said, but <clears throat> go and ask your mom if it's okay, okay? So the older sister went and said, yeah, my mom said it's okay. She cannot come down the stairs or whatever. Okay, before you start eating, ask your mom to see it, and if she accepts it, you can go ahead and eat him. Because they don't know us, really. I don't know the right. mother. So, <clears throat> anyway, and if the kid was on the floor of his house, I mean, just didn't know how to contain himself of happiness. And then I look at him and I say, can I have a heart? He get up quickly and hold me. That energy, <clears throat> that love that he gave me was incredible. Mm-hmm. And then I remember, Jesus, you are giving me an answer. How I feel. You know my feelings? This is one of them, to feel love. For a stranger, really, because I don't know the kid. He doesn't know me either. But now we have this unity for a moment, maybe forever, I don't know. But the moment, the present moment was very, very precious to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm, thank you. I'm thank you for that. I'm complete. Very beautiful. Oh, Gloria, that was so sweet. Yeah. You know, that that little soul, you don't know. You don't know what the journey you might have been on before. But there's like something, you know, we come together with certain humans, but we're really souls. And sometimes you feel just the sepatico, you feel the love. That little soul felt trust, trusted you. And it's, it's the innocence. And, you know, the, I've been very involved watching, you know, the ep, that uh, show that's been on for three years now, The Chosen, that has depicted Jesus with such a humanist that it, it's, I fell in love with him. And, you know, it does show even, and we know even through the Bible, he had his moments of human, like when he do upset the tables in the temple. He lived as a human. He felt human. 
but yet there was the divine within him that he saw through different eyes and he was able to, you know, give the love. But he experienced every human feeling that we go through. But he knew it wasn't the truth. That is, you know, he led that example life. And it's like... You know, yes. Mm-hmm. So when we walk yeah. in our shoes with him, you know, I feel... It's like he's my buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're making our way through that series as well. And, oh, isn't uh, it fantastic? They're very heartfelt experiences in it. Yeah. to watch yes. and, and seeing the context that, put together. Yeah, the episode with the children. Did you see that one with the little children? I think it's in season two. He, he, yeah, we're in the, season two. We're, we're about halfway through in season two. Yeah, yeah, it is fantastic. It is. What it has opened up to so many people. Wow. Yeah. Great. Young people, old people, everybody. Everyone I know is talking about it. Yep. Yeah. I don't know, Paula, if you hear my story of being somewhere in my meditation, I I went very deep and suddenly I found myself sitting under a tree and crying, sobbing, and I don't know why or what. Suddenly I felt a hand in my head, I raised my head and I saw Jesus holding me in my head. And he said, in that moment, he said, you don't need to be crying and feel guilty. You are forgiven. Forgive yourself. And and that's all I hear. That's all I saw. Mm-hmm. Well, in that time, uh, I was taking my son to a friend that she gave acupressure treatment because he is asthmatic, and and she moved the business from her house to a building. And I went to the treatment, and I said, "Oh, Carol, where is the bathroom?" And she said, "She indicates where to go." I opened the door, the bathroom. And I see right in front of me a picture. I never saw it before. Jesus and a woman sitting under the tree, and Jesus is touching her head. Oh, Oh my God, when I saw that. This is what I saw on myself in my meditation. I asked. I asked my friend, I said, Carol, where do you get that picture? Oh, I found it in a garage sale, and I love it. So I put wow. it there. <laughs> so I, I still remember, like it was just a few minutes ago, when I felt that hand in my head. Yeah. So I have, I have the idea that I was in that time mm-hmm. when Jesus walked in. I was there. Yeah. I knew him. 
Mm-hmm. And he touched mm-hmm. me. So, <laughs> thank oh, you. I'm God. complete. Glory, that's a great experience. And that knowing. You know, and, and the, the wonder of it, like you don't even doubt it. You know, it's like, am I losing my mind? You know what I'm saying? The human is because we know. We know. Because the way, whatever these feelings or whatever comes up that comes from a place that we have known you know we we don't know it but we accept it because we know somewhere deep it is the truth we don't even question it it's a feeling it's it's so deep yeah yeah and that's you know that's like I keep saying that you know, there's no coincidence that, you know, this group comes together or whatever group because we're all so connected. The oneness of us, the unity between us. And you know, and I, you know, and I think we all, you know, even in the larger groups, you feel that, you know, some people that it's, it's not, I, I'm not judge, no judgment. But when it comes from the truth, it, it resonates throughout, you know, the whole, com- you know, the community, whoever's gathered at that time. Mm-hmm. And and we're all there, and we're all on a different, we want to call them, you know, levels or where we are in this journey. But we're all there for a reason. And I just hold to that. There are no coincidences. Everything that unfolds, unfolds the way it's supposed to. Even the and the wor- and the best, even the worst of times, it is supposed to be, because that's all part of what the soul needs to know, and let go and look at. Yeah. Ah, I am so so happy. You know, I have like we all have. We have friends, acquaintances, our relatives. We come together, we come together with love. We have a, you know, like Judy had her, with her mother, I can relate to stories of my mother, you know. But it's okay, because I stop and I say that soul was on her journey or his journey too. You know, I I can berate my marriage, you know, what it was it, why did that happen, but it was all because it was supposed to be. Because for our awakening to the truth, and that's where we go to find the love within, and look back at our story, and say thank you. It might have hurt in my humanness, but there was a reason, and I'm going to cry because it's such a truth, and that's what it's all about: forgiving ourselves, forgiving what we thought it was. And it wasn't the truth. We accept. A lot of acceptance going on in my life right now. Yep. Thank you for letting me say what I need to say and feel comfortable about it. Feel like it's right. Thank you, Paula. Thank you. Thank you, Paula. Judy, are you still with us, sweetie? You got quiet. I realized that I was on. I just realized. I just took myself off mute. I realized 
that I was on. I didn't realize I was on mute. I've been joining in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting nervous. I'm saying, where's Judy? (laughs) I've been here all the time. I thought you were contemplating that revelation you had with your mother. I <laughs> said she's really. Oh no, 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 no! Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> I get it completely. It did. Yeah, it was a revelation. It hit, and it'll be what it'll be. And I'm just letting the process take me through it. I'm not trying to direct anything. No, I was here. I just. <laughs> I just thought I was being ignored. I mean, I'm used to that. So. <laughs> no. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Gloria, I just wanted to, well, I've already said it, but you didn't hear it, obviously. I just wanted to thank you so much for for your sharing. It was absolutely the sweetest I've heard in so long. It was just beautiful. Yeah. Thank you, Judy. <laughs> thank you for listening. Oh, I was listening very carefully. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Can't believe I did that. But you know, it's listening with the heart, not the yes. mind, not the ego, not listening with anything other than love, and that's a whole different listening, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. So here we are, the mighty four, huh? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, Judy and I have decided that no matter what, we will always show up on a Wednesday. If it's just the two Absolutely. of us, it's fine. It's fine. Yes. If it's four, three, two, one, ten, it's all fine. It's all the way it's supposed to be. Yes, it and is. I'm not, I, I'm, this has become a lifeline for me. Yeah, me too. I do appreciate everyone that shows up. And thank you, Reverend Bill. And thank you, Gloria. Amen. Thank you, Gloria. Thank you, Reverend Bill. Your presence Thank you for having this space. Thank you for this space. Your presence here is always valuable. Thank you. You you are my family. That's right. Thank you. That's right. Amen. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. So true. I I lost I lost all my sisters and I mentioned to one of my friends and she said, No, you didn't lose your sisters all because I am your sister. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's true. <laughs> you are my sisters too. Yes. Yeah, sure. so, Thank you so much for that, Gloria. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus tells us that constantly in every, whatever, the course Mm -hmm. of love, the course of miracles. We are one. And I love when he says, you know, you know your function to bring love to your brothers and sisters in the oneness. Yeah. And, you know, I was telling that to Judy. I, I have found that I have opened up more and more that I feel so free even like coming up again, you know, walking towards someone that a stranger and just making conversation or saying something, and and it, it, it's really nice when you, you know, like when you say like something about isn't it a great day today or something like that, and they turn around and they go, oh yeah, isn't it a nice day? It's like 
it's it's uniting with love with a brother or a sister, you know? And that's what our function he keeps you know, that's especially in the lessons, you know, with the Course of Miracles. That's mm-hmm. our function. It it's is. not even it, it's you wanna do it. You know? Yeah. Amen to that, Paula. Amen. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Amen. Every see every uh, every encounter as a possibility of an open of a holy encounter. Right. What does? We have no yeah. idea the depth of that one word, even a smile, what it does for another soul. We have no idea. We have, but we're there for a purpose. For a purpose. And if I can bring love into any situation, that's what I want to do. Amen. Yeah. I'm with you there. Yeah. Well, my fellow travelers, I have faded off into oblivion. I've slept (laughs) well last night, so I'm going to try to sleep tonight. Oh, sweetheart, I hope you do. I love you. I love you all from the bottom of my heart. I do. So you take Thank care and of I can yourself. That. And we'll look forward to I love you all. Wednesday. Yeah. Thank love you. you. I love yeah. you all. I love you all. I love you all. I love you all. I had to get that in before she shut me down. <laughs> she so loves that. I am Tells me to move my phone. I love you love, Judy. Thank you. And I send you yes. mine. Oh, uh, yes. thank you, Gloria. Thank you, thank you, thank yes. you. Feel it back. Feel it. Uh, Good night. I feel Good night. Good night, Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.